Welcome back to the Spark Show DFS podcast. This is your host, Sparky Lee. We are doing another episode of the Dissect the Books College Basketball Edition for Saturday, November 23rd. Uh, yesterday we started off a little bit rough. I was just getting into the over-unders with my projections, and I started off great 3-0 on Thursday, so I decided to roll with it again on Friday and I ended up going 0-3 in over-unders to start the day. And a little bit was because I was just, it was a FOMO, fear of missing out for the early games. I wanted to make sure I was betting them still. And I took Liberty under 126 because they were the slowest paced team this year in Division One. They were playing in the Bahamas. So I figured that even though it wasn't projected to go under, I figured it was going to hit the under, but they ended up scoring 50 in the first half, which is like the most they've scored in a half since 1984 or something crazy. But then Cleveland State over, missed on that. Eastern Michigan over, missed on that as well. So I'm going to go back to the books and play it a little more safe with the over-unders going forward. Uh, but in spreads and money line picks yesterday, I went 4-1. and one. Eastern Michigan money line. Um, Duke minus 13. I lost that. It was looking like late in the game Duke was going to cover, but then they only ended up winning by eight. Bowling Green was plus four. They ended up winning by two. Norfolk State plus 13 and a half, and that was a backdoor cover. They ended up losing by 11. And then Arkansas minus 15. They we're up 15 at half, and it, they were, were hovering around that 15-point mark until about four or five minutes left in the game, and then they, they uh, peeled away a little bit and ended up winning by 21. But today we have five more picks and two shock locks coming. I'm going to run through the picks really quick here, and they're on my Twitter already. The games that I... Picks start at 2 o'clock. It's 1 o'clock right now, so hopefully we'll get those out in the next, you know, 15 minutes or so so you can listen to this and make the picks. But I'm going to run through the picks really quick and then dive into each game. So the first pick, game start at 2.30, actually, so we got a little bit more time than I thought. First pick is St. Bonaventure, uh, minus 5.5. Second pick, Northern Illinois, minus 7.5. Stony Brook minus six and a half. Utah Valley plus six. And then the last pick is Citadel plus three. Now for the first game we got. I realize all of these picks are Road Warriors today. We're not picking a single home team to cover. But the first game we got St. Bonaventure, the Bonnies are 1-3 and three on the season, and they are playing Canisius Golden Griffins, who are 1-2. and two. Both teams are coming off of their lone win this season. 
St. Bonaventure beat a decent Rutgers team on the road, 80-74, and Canisius beat Bucknell at home by two. Um, early on in the season, Bonaventure lost to Vermont by two. That's a Vermont's a, a sneaky good team this year, so that's not you know, as bad as you would think having a one and three record. But um ultimately Saint Bonaventure is the better rebounding team. They average about nine more rebounds per game than Canisius does. And they have um thirteen offensive rebounds is what they're averaging each game. While the Golden Griffins are getting out rebounded and they are letting their opposing teams have a rebound percentage of 58%. Uh, so I think ultimately we got the Bonnies are just a better overall rebounding team. Uh, they were better last year. They seem to be better again this year. Five and a half points isn't all that much. I think they can win this by 10, but the big difference maker for them this year is they're averaging 22.8 fouls per game so if they don't clean that up they're going to send the golden griffins to the line quite a bit and that might um you know hurt our chances here but kinesius is also forcing t turnovers on 23 percent of the opposing team's possessions so bonaventure is going to need to take care of the ball here but if they can do that I see them winning this one pretty easily. So I'm going to take the Bonnies at minus five and a half. And, and a little bonus thing here, St. Bonaventure is wearing 1970s Final Four throwbacks, so they can't lose the spread here uh, with that in their favor. And now it is time for the first shock lock of the day. We have two shock locks. Um, Northern Illinois Huskies are 4-2 and two on the year, and they will play SIU Ed's, Edwardsville Cougars, who are 2-3. and three. This game tips off at 3 p.m. The Huskies lost their first two games this year when they played Northern Iowa and Iowa State, but they are on a four-game win streak currently, while SIU has only one win against D1 teams this year, and that was a two-point win against Incarnate Word, who is not very good. Um, the last season, SIU Cougars scored eight points less than their opponents on average, and they're doing the exact same thing this year, where the Huskies are averaging nine points more than their opponents. So seven and a half points, I think Northern Illinois should be favorites by probably nine or ten here. Um, another good rebounding team, Northern Illinois, is in the top 26 in offensive rebounds, total rebounds, and rebound percentage this year. So that's usually a good indicator of, of which team is the better team, and Northern Illinois is far superior on the glass, so... They should be able to cover this minus 7.5 fairly easily. Next game, we got Stony Brook Seawolves, minus 6.5. They are 4-2 on the year versus Wagner Seahawks, who are 2-3 and three on the year. And this is the battle of the sea creatures, the Seawolves versus the Seahawks. 
This game is another 3 p.m. start. Uh, first thing I noticed when looking at these teams is they have a common opponent, Seton Hall. They both played them early on in the year. Uh, Wagner Seahawks lost 71 to 105, which is 34 points. And Stony Brook lost 57 to 74, 17 points. So that's a difference of 17 points. And the Seawolves are only a six and a half point favorite. So my gut feeling watching or digging into this game was that Stony Brook should be favorites by, you know, 12 points or so, but they're only six and a half. So that just seems like free money for us. Stony Brook, like Northern Illinois, lost their first two games on the year and then are on a four-game win streak. Their losses came to the hands of Yale and Seton Hall. Uh, the Seawolves are slightly better rebounding team. Um, an average 10 less personal fouls per game, so they'll have that going in their favor. The Wagner Seahawks have been um, not very good defensively this year. They let their opponent shoot 48.8% from the field, and the Seawolves Stony Brook on the other side of the ball are about 10% less than that. 38.1% is what they allow their opponents to shoot from the field. So I just feel like this is a game where Stony Brook will be able to put it to Wagner. Six and a half points should be more like 12. So I'm going to take Stony Brook minus six and a half. Boom. We got another shot clock here. Utah Valley Wolverines are three and three. And they play North Dakota State Bison, who are 4-2. This game is at 6 p.m. Utah Valley, two games ago, I think it was two, yeah, two games ago, played at Kentucky, and they only lost by eight, so they played them pretty tough there. Uh, North Dakota State has been good at taking care of the ball where they're averaging just less than 10 turnovers a game, which is good enough for 10th best in the nation. But they played Kansas State their first game of the year. Outside of that, they haven't really played anybody. But they did play Kansas State pretty tough, only lost by 13. Uh, the Utah Valley Wolverines have been very good at altering shots this year. They average 7.3 blocks per game, which is fourth in the nation. So I think that's really going to give the Bison some trouble here. Both teams shoot just over 26 threes per game. And both teams rebound um, at 53% of the total rebounds. So they're both decent on the glass. And they can put up some points because they both like to just heave threes. Um, so I, I feel like this is going to be a pretty evenly matched game. But Utah Valley had a harder schedule last year, have had a harder schedule this year. They were 25-10 and 10 last year. North Dakota State was 19-16 and 16 last year. So I, I feel like Utah Valley is a slightly better team. So why they're getting six points here is is kind of beyond me. So I'm taking the Utah Valley Wolverines at plus six. And this is the second shock lock of the day. And the last game on the slate is the Citadel Bulldogs, who are 1-4 on the year, versus the Marist Red Foxes, who are 1-2. This game is at 7. 
Uh, both teams are coming off of 12-win seasons, and uh, Citadel's strength of schedule is a little bit stronger last year, and it is this year as well. So they were 12-win teams last year. They both have one, one win this year, and Citadel has played a little bit tougher opponents both years. Uh, the big contrasting styles of play make this one kind of hard to predict. The Bulldogs like to get out and run. They're 31st in the nation this year in pace of play, while the Red Foxes are 352nd, which is second to last. Uh, but the weird thing to me when I looked at this was the over-under set at 141, which kind of tells me that the bookmakers think that the Citadel Bulldogs are going to kind of dictate the pace of this game, which would typically mean they're the favorite. Uh, but they're actually the underdog by three points here, so I think that that's kind of weird. Um, another thing that I saw that really pushes me towards the Bulldogs for this game is that Marist is very bad offensively. They are um, second to last in the nation in points per game, which you would kind of expect because they play slower paced, but they average 50 points a game. And their shooting percentage from the field this year has been second worst in the nation. They're shooting 32.4% from the field. So ultimately, I think they got this one wrong. I think the Bulldogs should be the favorite here, but they're getting three points. So I'm going to ultimately take the Bulldogs at plus three for the last game of today. Thanks for listening, everybody, and good luck.